Shooting the Gap with Ryan and Gonzo. Before those, when he actually played a wrestler. No holds part. Yes. That's Rocky. The bad guy. We can see Three. your face. John Cena's in that new Amy Schumer movie. That's weird. That Amy Schumer movie. That's weird. She plays uh, LeBron's herself. like a main character. Oh, that's <laughs> weirder. That's weird. With Bill Hader. It's like, what? Yeah. Yeah. He's hanging out with Bill Hader. And it was like, um... How come LeBron's not winning championships? Well, it's everyone else's fault. He doesn't have a team around him. Well, maybe he's hanging out with Bill Hader. <laughs> doing movies. It's not Space Jam. It's not a movie about basketball. It's a movie about dating. So maybe you're wrong on that part, Mr. LeBron. Or James if that is your actual name. We're not going to call out James on wrong on this show. He's got enough to look forward to. <laughs> you heard me say look forward to. Yeah, because there's a lot to look forward to. What are you drinking, Ryan? Iced tea. Manhattan style. Long Island style. What aren't you drinking? Really? What's your biggest faux pas about this week's of nothing going on in sports, I'm asking you? Gonzo's drunk. Here we go. We celebrated Wimbledon, and that was women's, you mean women's World Cup. That was also something that happened last Sunday. Last week we talked about that. Okay. Girls soccer. Why we why we like that that girls, girls soccer tennis? tennis. Yeah. That's um. Real highlights <clears throat> in the sports there. I I gotta get on board with some of the uh, ESPN analysts that I've seen lately. Going, if you've won it. Five times, could you just end your speech and not keep talking? Um, <laughs> I'm not a big Wimbledon fan, but I'm pretty sure that <laughs> Serena Williams has been up there a few times, and she didn't have to keep going through the whole thing she did. <laughs> I just was like, oh my god, we're going to go through, she's going to come home, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to react! And and if you think I'm racist, I'm not because I'm I'm calling her a white girl who's acting yeah, like a white being girl, sexist and talking like a white girl. Sexism is fine. That's what what <laughs> we do here. That's why you have no bitches on the fucking radio station. She really did the whole like. Yeah, it's all I can't believe I won. Wasn't it great? Are we forgetting the depth? It's the Serena Slam times two. I'm never forgetting the depth <laughs> listening. I'm hoping she's listening. Oh, she's on the show. Bitches! Um, no. Um, she, like, knew she won, I think. Because I've, I've watched Sports Center since I was eight, as you have. And they were very, like, Oh, she went. Yeah. God damn it, we're talking about tennis. 
girls tennis. Slow week. I've watched. You know how slow it is. Is I've watched them play highlights from baseball that you're like, yeah, pretty sure that happens every game. He got a grounder and threw a double play. (laughs) Oh well, it was a little bit hotter this time. Well, they did that indoors. With the air conditioning not working as well. All the players are like, It was working That's a fly fast. ball! He's tracking. He's tracking that fly ball. He is tracking that fly ball. Catch. Watch him come from center field. He doesn't even move. So that's not really anything. Great catch. Yeah. <laughs> Girls soccer had a chance to grab us, but they blew him out in like three goals. And I was like, by the time I turned the, the game on, it was over. Soccer was over when it started. It was like, God damn it. <laughs> it was like, soccer doesn't even want you to watch it. It's all No, like, they cause, don't. Because you know, you know, if it's 2 nothing in the first two minutes of the game, it's like, okay, well, this could, this could be, you know, that's lucky shit that happens. But when it's 4 nothing in the first 20 minutes of the game, you're like, okay, well, this fucking thing isn't even worth watching. 4 scored, nothing and in a sport scored that like doesn't a record score number goals. Of, and they've, That's huge. And they've scored a record number of goals. It, it's, four. It's, you're down 4 nothing. We it, have a whole a sport, hour to play. In a sport where they've come up with a lot of different ways to say the number zero. But they won't say it. I um, will. 4 nothing. 4 zero. Where were you talking about tennis on that one? No, no it would have been love. So I would have said for love. That for they're all love. nil, for, for zip. Andre Agassi love. For nothing. That's what I said. For nada. I mean. Gabriella Sabatini love. I love that woman. Do you remember her? Vaguely. She was an awesome Spanish. Spanish. That's how you know I'm coming correct. Female tennis player. Back when they were all. When tennis was important and we watched it all the time. Gabrielle Sabatini, the hottest, by far, tennis player ever was, by far. She had hips, she had thighs, she had all that, she had a little perky chest all good to go, like good to go. She was a beautiful Spanish woman. Ready, set, go. She was gorgeous. Doug, what was your opinion on tennis and women's tennis? I need to get the dust off his glasses. He's gonna knock the dust yeah. off of it. He doesn't do that. He just takes them off and goes, I'm gonna jerk off in 3D ish. What does that even mean? <laughs> Wait, what? 3D ish. I take like off, jerk it off I, when you're like nine. When you're like, when you're like change to channel 100. Three! Have an animal! Jerk off. <laughs> you gotta get there, man. It's hard. You can just get there. And that's what you do all the time. I think. I think you do that all the time. Jerk off to have a nipple or. Whatever sign of sex you get, jerk off. <laughs> All right, because you know we had the whole asexual. You're asexual. We had the whole thing with my Yeah, that I identify as asexual. You'd rather yeah. fuck yourself than Jenny McCarthy in 1995. Well, I just don't want to really fuck anyone. I don't blame him for wanting to fuck himself instead of Jenny. I blame him for not wanting. At to least I can get. At least anybody. I can get vaccinations. Oh yeah! Apparently, Ryan doesn't. Without like becoming Shady retarded. Uh, let's go back and like Kathy Ireland wants to fuck you. You say no because you're. you're well, I'd fuck her because her name's Ireland. 
You're fucking up my whole deal. I gotta come with like the, Irish the whitest what name. Is that I gotta come with the whitest name. Because uh-huh. she's Irish or because Katie Upton. Kate. Kate. I said Katie because you said. See, there it is. It's just not understood. <laughs> that chick from the. Uh, she's so Game, Game of War. Game of War. That that bingo game. You see, her turn trying to play something. It's like boom. Here's my boobs. We're going to war. Boobs. No, uh, really Who's that? your ideal girl? Ideal. PlayStation Four. <laughs> All right, pretending like we don't have sore forearms from jerking off. What is your ideal girl? Look at the girls you know, the girls that have divorced you, the girls that hate you, the girls that love you. He makes it sound like I've had like seven wives. And I'm no, like, I'm talking no. about myself. I've been divorced twice. It's it's about that. So, like, what so, is my type? so obvious I didn't say that out loud. What is your type of woman Busted. without clown makeup and Joker shit? Harley Quinn. That's yeah. oh, that's why I said no! Insane clown pussy? I was, I was gonna say, he's probably thinking Juggalos, so... Oh, that's exactly... Well, exa- he's that's got the Hatchet Man tattooed on his left arm. I would assume Hatchet Man. That's his fault. I didn't put that on my Gonzo shit. I wouldn't put that on myself. Holy so... secular retards put that on their fucking arms! Ryan Silva <laughs> and Gonzo Gonzo is wrong on so many levels. Ryan has it on his left arm. I've got it on my right. Okay, um, okay. I was I was talking about arms. Uh, uh, Wondering which arms he gonna jerk off with with the hatchet man on. Not. You're assuming you gotta switch it up. Well, I. If you're going right and you tattoo the hatchet man on your left arm, you gotta start jerking off left-handed. I actually don't jerk off with that hand. That's weird. Do you jerk off? I don't want yeah. to really get into that. When? <laughs> what do you look at when you jerk off? Jesus. I really want to know this. This is... I've been wondering. I've been wondering. Ever since... What, what do I... who is not named asked this question, it's bothered me. What do you jerk off to? Um, mostly well, emotional connections. And I You don't... jerk off to emotional connections? Yeah. He watches... You jerk off to emotional connections. Mm-hmm. He watches Sleepless in Seattle. But only the parts... Oh, I don't watch anything. It's all on only, my head. Only the I jerk off to... Where he's typing the email. To 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 Burnett's with big boobs getting their pussy eaten. I could jerk off to a whole lot of other things too, but that's like the mainstay. What do you jerk <laughs> off to? Emotional connection. Emotional connection. Mm-hmm. I haven't jerked off to an emotional connection since Madonna, 97. I've always been in love with you. And it was like the song that was on the, my little clock radio. So I felt like I had to jerk off. <laughs> I don't know. Emotional this is connection. Taking a weird turn. That was like the most blatant, obvious statement I've ever made. I didn't jerk off till I heard that song that I had to. Okay. I jerk off to finding romantic songs. love. I mean, you jerked off to finding romantic love. Yeah. Do you jerk off to your girlfriend's pictures? You've had them, assuming that you have your girlfriend's yes, pictures. Yes, I, I, I've phone. jerked off. You to would my jerk off to them, hmm? Ryan? Do you jerk off to your wife's photos? I jerk off to. Of course, he has to say that. So, what do you really do to jerk off to? Jesus. I'm. I'm not kidding. Like they don't even it. make porno for that. Well, I don't watch anything. I just said a minute ago, it's all in my head. 
Imagination, the greatest porn director ever. <laughs> Your mind is blown. Dude, I'm tripped the fuck out, dude. Like, it's, as much pornography as this man is seen and debauchery that this man is seen. That's actually He's not like, true. I'm no, in really my head is worse. Guy. Huh? I've never really been a big porn guy. Big porn guy. That's a sentence. It's... I don't think you've sold porn, Doug, but I think you've looked at it. I don't porn. think porn needs me to sell it. No, porn needs... A uh, vehicle to sell. That's how it's sold. I'm, I, I just think, I don't you've, think, I think they, I don't you've looked at porn. Tell me how many times you've looked at porn. Oh. Okay, shut up. I win. Guns opens. I don't. I think winning is losing in this argument. Um, how? Based on like, how much porn you watch. Like, I don't watch that much porn. All the guys that watch porn to jerk off are trying to fuck everything they can. Yeah, so, so look at 35 think about now. me. I'm and so what are you doing? Just jerking off in your pants all the time? No. Well, what do you do then? <laughs> Don't you want to get off a little bit? A little bit, but not... With what? Not pornography, obviously. Like, like the obvious thing feather that everyone would use. Feather dust is looking pretty good. Dude, I'm rubbing this across my face. Not thinking about jerking off. Last See, I'm just thing thinking. I'm just thinking. It looks like a big slutty bird. It does kind of look like. I think he's lying. I think he's lying about jerking off. <laughs> I think he jerks off a lot more than he's telling us. We haven't asked me how often I jerk off. How often do you jerk off? Once a day. My forearm is ridiculous right now. Like in the last year, take it off. Pop arms. Oh my god! Yeah. He's not kidding. <laughs> oh my god! I haven't had sex in, a, in like a year. Okay. By the way, shut look at my forearm. It's huge. I'm I'm on the better part of three years, so shut up. Better part of three years. The better part of three years. Jerk off, you fucking homo. I do every what day. The fuck is wrong with this fucking homo? You're talking here. about sex, not the jerk off. Well, you gotta jerk off to fuck, especially when you don't know who you're fucking. This is dating. Ryan doesn't know he's been married for forever. He doesn't know. He he fucks Jimmy and Jimmy fucks him, and that's what they go with. We're trying to fuck other people. It's hard. Sorry. It's hard. Sorry, Doug, you didn't know the obvious. It's hard to go. That it's hard. You gotta you gotta you gotta dive in. You gotta you gotta give some props. You gotta you gotta make sure they love you. Yeah, you like all that type of deal. Well that's that's just not true. <laughs> Doug's lying. He is fucking coach to Malvin. Have you seen the hottie he dated? He he dated that bitch with words. Not with his dick. Oh, the Asian girl you dated? She might have been Mexican. You dated, you dated her with your words. Irma? You didn't date her with your fucking dick. Irma? Words. West Side. Oh, I, well, I seduced her with my words. Huh? I, I, I solidified the relationship with my dick. With my dick. I'm an expert cocksmith. I'm excellent at getting my cock where it needs to go. Coxsmith? Yeah, Coxsmith. Coxsmith. Okay. Coxsmanship. That's Sorry, like, I fucked a lot more people. That's how much serious? sports there's been. We were, we're now talking about, about Doug's dick. For, for like 20 minutes. <laughs> We've been talking about Doug's masturbatory behaviors for 15 minutes. Or lack thereof. Welcome to this how episode of How many times do you masturbate? I told you, once a day. Once a day? Just once. <laughs> Just once. What the fuck? Get over here, Ryan. We gotta finish Without this porn. Show. 
Without porn, I jerked off twice without porn in front of you in the last ten minutes. <laughs> it was easy to. I have pornography. What's a feather thing? You weren't paying he's attention actually, the whole time. He's actually the feather duster has been bouncing around over here. He's been he's been like fucking. <laughs> well, what the fuck do you think I grabbed the feather duster for? Oh my god! To not jerk off. <laughs> you guys are laying. Gonzo's the reason you don't get close to Migsy's cell. Oh, that was no, you did not. That was gross. No, you didn't. That that did not. I'm so glad. That snuffle up against his penis behind my head right now. It said, "There's nothing, no dust on it." You. You're blowing Big Bird's imaginary friend? Only if he wants me to. Only if he wants me to. Without his consent. Do it. Fucking rapist. Doug's an asshole. I'm not going to blow rape an imaginary mammoth. Imaginary. (laughs) Just because he's addicted to heroin doesn't mean he's imaginary. Speaking of imaginary people. BAM! I don't know. I was going (laughs) to... Where Have were we you gotten through that? anything? Did no. we get to anything? No, no, no. Well, we, 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 High we, better, better, better segue. Better segue. <laughs> better segue. Imaginary would be the love that the Bronco fans have for Peyton Manning because he's only the quarterback of their team right now. So they don't really love so him. So Manning it's is like, the, it's like the love against the Broncos. It's like you want to grab me, like he's not real. He's he's not real. He's not. Really, your quarterback forever. He's not even really your best quarterback. How long did John Elway play for the Broncos? Sixteen seasons. Glorious oh wow. Seasons. So like you're like, that's our quarterback. Like longevity. Longevity. Uh, results. Stats. Mm-hmm. Legendary status. Winner. Right. Everything you want in a franchise player. He's the comes from an era where you played your whole career in one city. It's not from the free agency era. And all you little Manning lovers out there, we don't hate Peyton Manning, okay? We don't hate Peyton Manning. We wish he took less money. Like I can show you John Elway actually did. Yes. Oh, that's adorable. His last two years of his contract, he signed a rather sizable $45-plus contract. But deliberately only took half a million, less than half a million per year for those last two years he played. Yeah. Deliberately backloaded his contract, knowing full well he was not going to play his sixth year. Nobody's going to pay a 43 year old quarterback. He wasn't going to play 16 million. He wasn't going to play 99. 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003. Clearly by looking at that contract, he was basically saying, I'll see how next year feels, and at the end of the next year I'll make a decision, and if I want to play again, I'll play one more year. Clearly, John Elway said if he was ever going to play, it was going to be just one more year. A lot of people said he had a lot of years left, and apparently John Elway thought two. Two was the most he wanted, because his contract was designed for a guy who was only going to get paid for two more years to be able to lock guys up. Peyton Manning didn't do that. He just said, all right, well, I'll lose some money, I guess. (laughs) 
Even when people apologize, they're assholes. Just Don't stick your fucking known. head in the <laughs> Is what a Christian, God-fearing person woman would say. who loves Peyton Manning said. No, no, not would say. Did in fact say. Mm-hmm. When Gonzo brought facts in the statements. Facts? Yeah. Facts and all that into the picture. That's kind of what happens when you bring facts up to Manning fans. They just kind of... So Manning fans are like the Fox News of sports fans. They're like the Tim Tebow fans of... Fox News. Fox News. (laughs) Sure. Is that a thing? Tim Tebow fans of Fox News? I don't know. I think we just made it up. Um... It sounded cool. In, in, in that, Fox News does not like facts, nor do Tim Tebow fans or Manning but fans. But they all love Jesus. They do love that Jesus guy. Does that make me not a, a like Tebow fan because I don't love Jesus? Makes I it back Christian. I think we've, we've been over this, that you're a Tebow fan of the guy, but a, and a Tebow fan of the Gator Tebow. But way definitely be, not way the, before this. Definitely not the pro sport Tebow because pro sport Tebow is a little annoying, especially when you found out how dumb he was. I was like, "Wow, man, he is really fucking stupid." <laughs> Guy went to college for a very long time, and he is can't, he he dumb can't as put fuck? together can't put together a sentence that doesn't sound the exact same using. He is fourth such grade, a moron. Fourth grade English. He's like, "Wow, this is gonna be a great time over here in ACC Network." I don't know why y'all fired me. Because you can't talk, you fucking moron. You're smart when it comes to football. You're not smart at life. You're not smart at doing anything. You're smart at football. You can't talk. That's why they let you go to school there. They don't let you go to school there because you're smart. They let you go to school because you play ball, dude. You're a fucking idiot. Get the fuck over it. High fives. We went right to high fives, Doug. Doug. I heard. I figured we were way off. I thought I was off. We're a little off base. No, Fuck yeah, we're 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 good there. We we spent enough. What we spent a good fifteen minutes on basically an episode of damn. You guys are <laughs> Wait, we that actually, is a we that is a preview of damn. Fifteen minutes on an episode of damn. In case you don't know, <laughs> that is a show about Doug's life, which you can tune into on this network. <laughs> As written and told, edited and produced by Doug. I didn't even think about that. It was an episode of Damn with a guest. So, you're welcome. We did part of your show for I've, you. I, yeah, I've never really talked about my sexual neuroses. I, yeah. I guess we got you got those to go through. I'll, 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 bring, I'll bring that up on uh, the next episode. Well, Mr. Kenny Stabler... Ah, uh, passed away. Colon cancer. Very tragic. But awesome. But cancer is Doug would say. Because I'm an insensitive prick. It happens. But that is okay. We've done this list before, I'm sure. But we felt like we were in need of amending. And in honor of Mr. Stabler, even though we are Bronco fans, we are Bronco fans, but we are always for, first and foremost football fans. And of all the awesome stories I heard about Stabler this week, I really wish I would have like hung out with him like right now. Like right now. He seemed like a really cool party animal type 
quarterback. Like, people want to talk about the man's man in sports, the kind of, like, average Joe guy who will go out and drink all night and then go throw two touchdowns. That's Kenny Stabler. So in honor of him, top five. Not to be confused with Stacey Keebler. Which would be very different people. Also, she's not dead. And I I would fuck Stacey Keebler as opposed to Kenny Stabler. She's got really long legs. <laughs> she did. First time I saw her, I was like, oh, yeah. Like, she ain't got no tits, so I don't care, because I won't get to her boobs for about an hour, because I'm going to get her pussy out, right? I'm like, we all fight with her boobs. Good fuck. Because I'm going to chop on that. I'll be This fine. episode of GAM. <laughs> top five Raiders, top five. Bama players. Mr. Gonzalez. Your top five Bamas? Bamas? I came with my list last minute. I had to just kind of go I did off too. of what an average of what I just saw. Well, there's it, a lot of players who seem to have a lot of accolades, but I didn't get to watch them. We 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 can't. None of us did. We can't. We can't disregard Kenny Stabler. It's it's, uh, it's unfortunate. We've done the Raiders list, and it's there. And and you made a glorious, awesome comment on that. It's Kenny Stabler. You you got to go from there. So we do the top five. Crimson Tide. My honorable mention is Don Hudson. Wide receiver, he stretched the field. He was the first guy to ever do that. Ever do that. George Teague? George Teague is my number five. He punked Terrell Owens when he got on the star and started doing that <laughs> shit. And George Teague fucked him up. I like that. I'll go with that. Uh, number four? This is strictly a Broncos deal right here. Bobby Humphrey. I was Bobby Humphrey. He's on my honorable mentions. Thank you. Because um, he's a Broncos. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that I'm the only one that, that threw it on there. He had a really good year. <laughs> it was a really good year. We went to the Super Bowl. We got beat 55 to 10, and he was the running back for that team. I'm going Bobby Humphrey. Uh, number three, Ozzie Newsom. Um, when you talk about tight ends, everyone initially talks about um, the cat from San Diego. I'm forgetting his name right now. He's got a son, a junior. You really can't write and think about yeah. it. I, that guy is usually the first one you think of, but Ozzie Newsom was an amazing tight end. But before tight ends were tight ends, he was one of the guys going out catching passes. Changing changing the game. Um, Ozzie Newsom is my number three. Uh, number two will be Kenny Stabler. I love Kenny Stabler. Always have. Um, I think we did this list to just give props. I, I know that, that me and Ryan are very much... The same on this when when we watched Kenny Stabler and NFL films and and our fathers talked about Kenny Stabler and just him being that guy and he was that guy. Kenny Stabler is only number two because the number one is Derek Thomas. And <laughs> sorry, Kenny, I know that you died recently, but Kenny, you're not the best. Derek Thomas is the best player <laughs> to ever come out of Alabama. I'll. If, if you're Kenny Stabler and you're not even in the fucking Hall of Fame, not even in the Hall of Fame, you're not bored in, you'll, you'll take number two to Derek Thomas, I guess. Um, Derek Thomas is in the Hall of Fame. Kenny Stabler should be in the Hall of Fame as well. Good Go list. Raiders. Good list. <laughs> it's so hard to get there. <laughs> Bobby Humphrey, Humphrey, Kenny Stabler, my honorable mentions. Number five, Don Hudson. Um, pretty much... You want to talk about, like, 
flash of greatness, guys. You want there's two touchdowns and 165 yards in this day and age is still a fucking pretty good day receiving. He did that back when all they used to do was run the fucking ball. So, you want to talk about great receivers of the past? Um, all the most of the guys on my list are just I I can't say I watch them. I can only go off of accolades because that's it's people have given you the props before, and there yeah. just wasn't the fucking play, especially in college football, that a lot of these guys get. Leroy Jordan, number four. Um, number three, I, I feel like Cornelius Bennett. Um, three years, All-American, three years in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost put him on there. I almost did. John Hanna, um, number two, uh, offensive line. Pretty much the guy everybody talks about in pro sports, college sports, as being like, he's the guy. He's the stud. Um, number one, Derek Thomas. That's. I, is there is there is there a Derek bigger Thomas? problem in the Denver Broncos history than Derek Thomas? Who is the biggest nemesis to John Owe? I mean, That's what always gets left out. Bosworth. The boss. <laughs> He's the guy who made the shirt that made fun of John Owe's teeth. It's okay. Brett Favre made fun of the way he threw the ball. And John Owe won a Super Bowl. So, yeah, Favre. But Derek Thomas was the guy. Derek Thomas was the guy on a one player on a team, one player on a team. I hated playing that team because of that one. Who guy. else? What What are the guys? What do you mean? Who else on that team? Who else on that team? Yeah. Besides no, no, no. Neil Smith, Kevin. All right. No, he, I'm, I'm saying about. he is the. That's guy. what I'm talking when about. We would play the Chiefs. I didn't want to play the Chiefs because of Derek Thomas, not because of anybody else on that field. Because of not the racial overtones, not not racial, unless they're the chefs. Yeah. Where are we at? Googly moogly. I'm not googling. I'm arguing. With no, you. great googling moogly. Arguing moogly. <laughs> I'm still yelling. Are we at thirty? Yeah, we're at thirty. This is going to be a very close song to all of us. Close song. Close five. High fives. Five times. We're going to do the top five songs of death. Songs of death. Just to get through the, just to get through the shit. I'm not going I first. tried to dodge pretty much all of I'm, death. I'm going to go afterwards. <laughs> I'm going to go afterwards. As, go uh, first. as I'm kind of a death metalist. Um, all right, Doug, you go first for once. I still am trying. All right, to yeah, I'm going to get, I'm gonna get shit on because mine are bizarre. Um, That's okay. My honorable mentions are My Shit's Fucked Up by Warren Zevon. He's literally singing about the doctor going, yeah, cancer. Um, Pink Cigarette by Mr. Bungle. It's a song about finding your respective other after they've committed suicide. Uh, and Birthday Death Day by Death Clock. Um, you're another year closer to dying, even though it is your birthday. They also got him the most metal uh, gift ever. Nothing. All right, uh, my number uh, five. I will follow you into the dark by Death Cab for Cutie. Yeah, I didn't think that'd be a lot of. That's not like I'm not gonna. I, I don't know. I've probably heard the song. 
Yeah, you probably have. Um, I probably haven't. One you probably guys have never heard, but um, uh, number four, Until the Morning Comes by The Tinder Sticks. Um, I remember putting this CD in my car when my friend Hayes bought it. And first line, first track, and it's this track, Until the Morning Comes, you just hear him go, my hands round your throat. And immediately I was like, I'm in. <laughs> Whatever else the CD is, I'm oh, in. Wow. Wow. Oh yeah, first line, first track, my hands round your throat. <coughs> if I killed you now, they'd never know. Um, and it's all about killing a girl before she can break up with you. Um, which will... It's That's why I want to hear Ryan's shit first. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Keep going. Oh, it's, you don't get a redo on this. I want to hear why because Ryan kills girlfriends. Uh, number three, uh, the Ninch Nails cover of Dead Souls. Okay. Wow. Uh, actually, let me just tell you. Last night, thank you very much for playing that Nine Inch Nails song. Oh, the cover of Adamant's uh, "So Physical." Beyond, like, it's it's a revelation because it was a song that I knew when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. And I heard it forever, and, and we put that song on. I was like, "Holy fuck!" I just wanted to. Oh yeah, drive, fight, fuck, smoke pot, drink something, <laughs> everything. When that song fucking hit, that's what I wanted to do. Well, I'm glad you guys weren't listening to love songs last night because that's. No, we uh, we listened to that and then. Uh, Broing it up a little. I bit. got uh yeah. I got hoodwinked into uh, giant fucking glasses, and then hoodwinked. Uh, hoodwinked would bre- hoodwinked would suggest that's that an interesting. No that would be like when someone's not telling you not to buy them. <laughs> hoodwinked would be like there's not a six foot dude, two hundred and ten pounds, kind of sloppy, still big and tough, next to you saying, "Don't buy that." That would be hoodwinked. But I was right there, and I said, "Don't," and you did. So you wouldn't be hoodwinked, or if somebody you would be. Somebody told retarded. you it was only $10 and then hey, you said, Well, hey, this retard this? bought you fried pickles. <laughs> it's only $10. I said, no, no. It's not just I didn't $10. realize they meant the glass. I thought they meant the glass. I did, and I was trying to tell them that it's not just the glass, dude. What bar do you... you got to a thousand bars. Who gives you free beer? No one. Okay. That's all done he's saying. Uh, but yeah, so what we did listen to, uh, yeah, uh, we're listening to my covers mix, and uh, you're so f- the cover of You're So Physical by Adam and the Ants by Nine Snails, one of the last tracks on Broken. Uh, but anyway, uh, Dead Souls by Nine Snails from the Crow soundtrack. Um, and it was staring me right in the face. Number two, Dead Man's Party by Ungo Boingo. Let's throw a flow one on there. Like, they don't all have to be depressing. Real quick. That wasn't in my face. <laughs> well, being that Oingo Boingo made it on my original top five we would have done, which was favorite bands, um, Dead Man's Party was staring me right in the face. Um, and uh, number one, and I will defend this, uh, sadly to the death, uh, Where the Wild Roses Grow by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds um, with a then little known um, Kylie Minogue. Um, with the little nerd Kelly Minogue. <laughs> but uh, the whole song is 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 a drifter comes a calling to it. A drifter comes a calling. Yeah, have you ever listened to that cave? That's how most of his songs start. 
It's like <laughs> old west porn, but it's not. old fighter wearing pink. Yeah, I see that. So a plumber came a calling, and I couldn't pay him to fix the pipes. No, oh, um, so, uh, no, no but uh, he, he comes and he seduces this girl and takes her to the woods, fucks her, and then just caves in her head with a rock. And right. half the song is sung from her point of view. Like, is she scared? Well, she, she doesn't know. She doesn't know. She doesn't get her no, head no. caved in. No, oh, I mean at wow. the beginning it's kind of hinted at where she's like, because the guy hints at it, or does she hint at? Oh well, it's kind of without even knowing. They kind of it's it's a bit of, of what Fight Club would call flashback humor, where um, <laughs> it kind of starts at the end of the story and goes back or forward, depending on how you want to look at that. But uh, I did want to say that um, really I could have done pretty much the entire album of murder ballads by Nick Cave. Because I learned to try to count how many people died on that album and lost count. <laughs> so, you want to hear songs about death. Nick Cave murder ballads. I feel like my list of death songs is not nearly as important as his list of death songs. I feel like my list is going to be sucky compared to your guys' lists. You should go next thing. Go. Yeah. You should go. <laughs> You should have gone first. Mine, 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 I'm keeping. I kept, I, I, kept tried, I kept to narrow the list down. I tried to think of it in terms of two things. Um, music that, like, struck me in some emotional way, but also music that was more about people who've passed away or died. Well, I tried to keep, like, that it was song. my personal song. Like, the songs I think of when someone <laughs> goes, songs about death to me personally, I go, this song. This song, it, this song. It should be relative. It yeah, should be. absolutely. It should be. So, um, especially with that kind of criteria. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Last Kiss by Wayne Cochran. You oh. obviously. Oh. Oh. Know, it's the <laughs> original. I guess love. The fucking dude. original, by the way, because when I was young, young, my parents used to listen to obviously the oldies station. Yeah. So that was a song like when I was little, like nice, struck man. me. Like in my school. I am impressed with that selection, sir. I would have thought it would have been Seal Kiss on a Rose. <laughs> and then I would have punched Doug. Um, number four, In the Living Years. I thought about that. I thought about that. Oh, my heart is broken! I Mike and the Mechanics. <laughs> Mike and the Mechanics. I, I thought that would. Oh. I, for, I thought for sure. That that in the last oh. one would have made Doug's list for sure. No, I th- I thought about doing it on honorable mention. That and the uh, leader of the band by Dan Fogelberg. That hurts my feelings. Like every generation, games yeah. on the floor, yeah. and all that frustrations come knocking on your door. Oh my god! I like it. Um, number three. Um, this is one that hit me when I was a little bit older and a teenager and stuff. But you know, it's. Bone Thugs in Harmony. The Crossroads. Crossroads. I thought about it too. It's it's one of those songs, you talk about a death song, people, everybody can think about and relate to Bone Thugs in Harmony. I mean, I, I know people who have friends when when I was just a teenager, they were playing that at funerals. and Oh, yeah. They were playing that. I had a couple other friends that, that was said the they f- don't like the song because their friend killed themselves too. That was <laughs> that was to funerals what time of your life is to graduations and weddings. Or maybe what this next song is, Tears in Heaven by Eric Clapton. I thought about it, but it's... I, like, I'm a Clapton fan, but like, I'm not like a Clapton fan. Uh, Guns, can you... 
while you're up. Thank you. Um, bear him. Bear me, Lisa. Fan? I'm, I'm, he's you a like great guitarist. Rock, he you is, like rock he is, and roll Clapton, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tears in Heaven, I was like, I can't do it, like, emotionally okay, because it's about, like, the death of his kid and all that shit, and I'm like, I can't. I don't know what that feels like, and I thought it would have been cheap and just throwing it on an honorable mention. Yeah. But I can I can see, you know, throwing it on a list. And my number one, I have to put my favorite musician, one of my favorite bands, as my number one. Cemetery Brian Adams. Gates. What ah. I, Cemetery Gates, Pantera, one of the three. When I tell people why I love Dimebag Daryl alone, is I... Put that fucking song. I put that song on. That is a triumphant so hear You want to hear, like, Absolutely. here's why I love it. Here. Just listen to that song. That is the shit right there. I feel like I, an asshole because I go, you know why I love Dimebag Daryl? Whammy pedal. It catches <laughs> all. Chorus of I did a lot of drugs and dime bags were it gets, that, that made me catch my breath. Hey, I had pink the, beards. The guitar on, on Cemetery Gates is incredible. It's, it's huge. It's the first time you get grabbed. Like by Dime Bag It was like the first, he is, the second song I'd ever he heard. I heard Cowboys from Hell was the first song I ever heard. Nick and Chaplin. the guitar player was second time. Nick Chaplin. Next nice. song, Cemetery Gates. And mm-hmm. that, that was it. I was a panic. Track player. one and it track five. Damn. It changed it. I remember just, that to the day I died. This one is like, when it, when it kind of breaks down, oh. it's like, now you're going to go. This goes, man. <laughs> Fucking beautiful song, man. Beautiful song. I like that. I like that. Good call. Good call. Um, here's mine now. Are you already gone? Yeah, I'm yes. first. Oh, you're okay. weirdo. Remember, I'm gonna go. With I didn't. I didn't put a weird old song I on there. I didn't know any but one of your songs. Uh, number. Uh, first of all, actually, I numbered my uh, my uh, honorable mention will be the whiskey lullaby. It's a beautiful song. It's about drinking yourself to death, and that's how life goes. Number five, uh, The Show Must Go On by Queen. I thought about it. Beautiful fucking song. I thought that in Bohemian Rhapsody because I was like... Well, well, The Show Must Go On, is, is it's about him dying. He's he's singing about himself and, and catching the virus and mm-hmm. he knows he's going to go and The Show Must Go On is huge, in, in my opinion. Number four, Fade to Black. Mm-hmm. Um, Metallica. Um, I looked up three lists and I didn't see this one on there at all and that's the one that... That's one of the, the ones I go to. It's probably the best guitar lick I've ever heard. I don't give a fuck. If you, if you want to learn how to play the guitar, play the opening solo to Fade to Black, and you're good to go. That's how you know how to make shit sound good. That is beautiful guitar playing. You're good to go. Uh, number three, One Sweet Day <laughs> by Mariah Carey, uh, hosting Boys to Men. Um, you know what's funny? I was going to put that on the list, but I thought it would be... I would never make fun of you of that. I heard that song just last night. That Every time I hear that song, it makes me cry. Um, it it I, is a tearjerker for sure. I think of a lot of people. Absolutely. Um, that's that's probably out of all this whole list, the song that I think of, not just one person, I think of everybody that, that has left from us. That's a beautiful song. Uh, number two, Murder, 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 Murder by Twisted. <laughs> um, it's my favorite revenge death song. I'm going to kill everybody song. Um, it's beautiful. Uh, it's beautiful in its own way, dude. I grabbed the knife out of my belt and jabbed it in her stomach again and again, and now she's screaming like I care. 
That's adorable. That's before <laughs> I, I ever you know what the word adorable means. <laughs> that, I do. I do. That is way before I ever wanted to stab any woman in the stomach with a knife. It's way before but that. After. Afterwards, it was, afterwards, it was like yeah, that yeah, and teddy yeah. bears. Well, no, no, are adorable. No, because no, he says he goes, he goes. I'm glad it went this way. That gave my daughter's life again. Like just the whole song's about killing the woman who took your daughter, and I'm all about that. <laughs> I'm all fucking about that. And I hope on multiple. I, I shut. I hope that this gets. I hope that this this is recorded. And when I take my ex to court, I hope they play this and go. He wants to kill her. Like. Fuck yeah, he wants to kill her. He just wants to kill her, though. Also... To kill her! Yeah, she wants to die. And I want her to die. But it's okay. I'll be fine with that. Because I'm going to jerk off with a feather duster. Number one. <laughs> Where's Number your one. other hand? Jerking me off. Oh. It's clean. Are you doing it, like, telekinetically? Ugh, did you just like your own cum off? Number one. Stoner cum is a new edible. The new edible? <laughs> Asshole. Number one. Fire Asshole's and ring. new edible. Shut up. Fire and Rain is the number one best song, in my opinion. Fire it's about James Taylor. I've seen Fire, I've seen Rain. It's about his friend committing suicide, and he got up and wrote a song about it. Fire and Rain sticks to me more than anything. Um, I, I hear that song. Yeah, I thought he was singing about Game of Thrones. That's why it's amazing. That's oh. why that song's beautiful. Because of Game of Thrones. Because it can go I'm sorry, anywhere that's Fire Nice. My bad. <laughs> Make fun of beautiful songs. Why song. you gotta ruin beautiful music, Doug? Make fun of dumb shit, too. That's fine. Fire and Rain is the best death song I've ever heard. Um, it gets me every time. I didn't know it was about his uh, friend suicide. Yeah. What'd you think it was about? Listen to the words. Just yesterday morning, Devil Me Know Fire and Rain. Gone. I don't. Yeah. Suzanne, the plans they made put an end to you. Oh. I walked out this morning and I wrote down this song. Can't remember who to send it to. Well, that just sounds like he's got Alzheimer's. Ow! Ha <laughs> ha! I caught your jerk off stick. That is not that is not my jerk off stick. That is that my is feeling also, good about my stick. Also, not the thing you should ever repeat out loud. I caught your. <laughs> I didn't repeat the whole thing. Fastball. Yes, please. <laughs> All right, Ryan Silva. I vaguely remember. Oh, I I know what it is. There has there has been new video surfacing of a football player smacking a woman, a woman, woman, woman. Um, woman. This is uh with a belt in the stomach. No, in the face at a. We wish. This is uh. This is. I was gonna ask the question, but he already answered it. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> Look at me right now, and just just like three questions. It's a three question part. Why are your collegiate athletes at a bar? Mm-hmm. Why won't you stop them from going to a bar? Could you stop your collegiate athletes from going to a bar? Ready, set, go. Hold on, I'll actually give him until he finishes writing those down. Go. Why are collegiate athletes at a bar? Same reason every collegiate, collegiate person Shut up, Doug. is at a bar drinking, getting their drink on, their swerve on, I believe they call it nowadays, right? Getting crunk. That's the lingo. They're getting their crunk. 
their their swag, swaggy P. I don't know. Um, throwing out a bunch of words. They're at a bar because they're young. And okay. That's what young people do. They get fake IDs, or in this case, probably said, "Hi, I'm an FSU football player. I'm in Tallahassee. <laughs> Let me in. Let Yeehaw. me fuck yeah. in." They go, "Oh, you're on the football team. Come on in." So, why are they at the bar? Because they're young kids in college. Doing what young kids in college do, especially if you're a professional or jerking off to the sky, amateur athlete. And if you have college athletes in your bar, more people will come and spend more money. It's about money. And why? Why not? Why can you not keep them from going to the bar? Because they are their own people. Nobody's watching these kids all the time. I'm sure there are some kids who get watched regularly. They got little. Snitches that coaches pay to make sure that the mm. good guys keep it straight. Most part, some of them don't give a shit. Why would you not keep them out of the bar? I I don't know why you wouldn't do anything in your power to keep your college athletes, your your college football athletes, especially <laughs> because those are the most rowdiest players. It seems. I don't. So do you want to put them in the bar players. with a bunch of alcohol? I mean, I, I don't want them. You, you want to do your best to keep them out of any bad situation. I don't want them at keg parties. I don't want them at bars. I don't want them at any place where alcohol is involved. I want those guys on my football field playing football because that's what I recruited them for is to be at college to play football. Could you? Simple answers, no. You couldn't. Could, could you go out and say, on on in a public forum, like like uh, Jim Jimbo Fisher did, come out and say, I don't want my players going to bars. You that's could. like that's like that's like you, him or me telling our kids, I don't want you to do this. They're you, gonna do it. And it's also the do as I say, not as I do thing. But yeah. at the same time, I that for kids who are under twenty one, you don't belong. I've heard a lot of people defend the guys, saying, "Oh, well, it's a bar atmosphere. The girls should know that people are going to push and shove." That's ridiculous. I say, first of all, exactly. First of all, that is a ridiculous statement. Wait, hold on. This I is now turned into a sexual assault thing as opposed to a. I had yeah, seen that's where I went. Uh, uh, for Doug, for Doug. Um, football player on uh-huh. video at a bar. Uh-huh. And girls talking shit. Bah! Knocks the fuck out of her. Not okay. That's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. Anyway, I've heard some people defend it as in, you know, well, you know, I've heard some people say that she was talking shit. She was throwing the N-word around. That, which That's is what all, women do. Which is all kind of something easy to say. <laughs> Because she is white. more expressive than we are. Because when it comes she is to white. All women are button push. All women are button button pushing racists. Because there, she I is white, it. it's easy to for them to go ahead and say stuff like that after the fact. It still doesn't even make it right because I watched the video. I saw it too. And I'm sorry, I watched that video without sound. Even if you add the N-word at any point in that whole conversation, the he wasn't way he hit her... There. He wasn't compelled to no, stay there. I'm sorry. There he could have walked off. He, he could have walked away. He is he is like 225 pounds, and there is no way that chick weighs more than 150. All he had to do was just slide in front of her. 
I'm paid 110, totally. I mean, she is yeah, not she being big chick. If it's she was spicy. Yeah. She was clearly somebody did who she hasn't had... Did she talk shit? Clearly. Okay, clearly. So, so so here's here here might be the the real scope of this question because it keeps getting thrown down on us doing a sports podcast and we got to talk about dudes beating up girls all the time. <laughs> At what point is it okay? Where is he going to be okay when when he goes the fuck away from me? I, 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 let me finish my point. I have I have I have smacked a girl upside her head. I have smacked a dude upside his head. I have punched a dude in his face. I have repeatedly punched a dude in his face. I have fought, 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 fought. With what point do you get to be the right guy? We're like, I'm sorry that I, I lost my temper and when do they have to shut the fuck up? I feel like there's always a big gray area in matters like this. This is one of those things in society where everything we want everything to be black and white. Guys can't hit girls. Period. Really? Don't what drive your car has, fast. What if she has a knife? Can I hit her then? Oh, only when she has a knife. What kind of knife? Does it have to be a sharp knife? Well, that, How big does the blade have to be? That's the point. Is There's gray area even in the black and white of a but, statement. But see, your gray area is, does she have a knife? No, 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 no. What if she just pisses you off? You lose your head. That is a what if scenario about what what kind of where do you draw the line? Like, when does she have does she have a weapon? Does is that where the line is? That's my point. Is there's no there's no defining point about when it's okay. I'll tell you this much: it's never okay for a guy to be excessive in anything (laughs) he has to do. There is no and that was clearly excessive. He could have easily... She was kind of pushing on him. I saw that, but I also saw him grabbing... You know, her grabbing arms. I saw him grabbing her. He was easily big enough to push her out of the way. She was kind of pushing him. And then he wouldn't let go of her. So she kind of gave him this, like, half-push, half-fisty thing. And she got... It looked like he kind of pulled back at the end, if you ask me. He didn't full-on drop her like he could have, but it was still pretty nasty. He was still big enough. He's a young guy. She's a young girl. They're both in there making stupid decisions, if you ask me. But that's to me, there's gray area. There's this is there's so much gray area in this area, and so many people make it so black and white. A guy can't touch a girl ever. Some people would tell you ever. Some people will tell you straight up, at no point is it okay for you to touch her. Which I find to be ridiculous. Somebody's chasing me with a bat. I feel like any kind of physical disadvantages there has been wiped away. Completely. I feel like if I take three steps in a, in, a, in a way where I'm retreating from you, you could be responsive to what I'm going to do. Yeah, fuck who you are. I, I agree. If, you're, if you have basically waved the white flag and said surrender physically walking backwards and somebody continues to approach you in any other circumstance of all things being equal you know if it's another guy coming at you another guy your size another guy bigger than you and he starts approaching you after you've already said hey and you're backing up fucking on most of the time, is get my ass kicked or you might win. <laughs> it's, that's how it goes. It's just how it's gonna go. But with it seems like within these situations, a lot of people think it's like, well, 
you know, she's a girl, so you can't hit her. Okay, well, she's not supposed to be able to hit me neither, and I'm just saying, you know, under the law, she's not allowed to attack me. The law doesn't say, unless she's a girl, then she can hit you, which... Never been on that one. Feminists can't have you can't have Never it both been on ways. That one. You can't have it both ways. You can't say I want to As a man who's been hit I by women, I, I, I really cannot back that. Like, I've been hit by multiple women. And that's fine. I got I should get smacked sometimes, but you don't get to do that. You don't get to do that. Are we talking sports stuff? Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> I mean, when sports players are assaulting people, then you know. Well, that's pretty much what we had to get down to. Like, I mean, it's, it's been that long for, for, for our show. Like, we started about two years ago, and we've been in the, the grasp of, of football players beating bitches, or, or smacking someone, or just doing whatever the fuck they do. Like, I saw, I we saw, like, we're gonna go back now. We saw the Ray Rice video. I mean, he, he popped it pretty good. He did. Was she going backwards? No, she would come right at him. Yup. Does that mean that it's wrong? Apparently to everybody else it does. But let's go ahead and just like examine that that part of it. She was at him. Till then. And it would just be insensitive to call it necessary roughness. Or a bad movie. With Scott Bakula. <laughs> and Sinbad. I was gonna yes. say Sinbad. Thank you, Doug. Speaking of uh, things that have, only been, things that have uh, only been relevant since the 80s, I just want to say that uh, it just recently happened, but uh, rest in peace, the president of Nintendo. I just read this. Is he breaking dead? news. Is he dead? Yeah. That's for him. Uh, this guy would have been uh, responsible for the Wii. Wii Sports. Uh, and unfortunately for uh, Wii U. We use the term us. You ain't me. You well, this is going to get confusing. Uh, <laughs> the Wii U. The Wii U us. You ain't we. <laughs> I'm we. The brand new Wii U they us. So, anyway. That sounds dirty. Where is we? You never go we to us. Will you play us? Rock me. Fucking champ. Rock so me, are you way us? original Nintendo. Oh no, that, that guy's been retired. Do you want to play Wii or original Nintendo? In the dugout, I would like so to, to speak. Oh, if we're going to go like Nintendo, fucking... <laughs> Just fucking get the clock. Uh, if we're going to go uh, Nintendo Systems and Doug's... Don't... Why would you do that? I don't know. Just because it's not funny. Oh, I should kill myself with this computer and then you'd be implicated. That's not funny. But then I'd be dead. And so I'd be in prison. Because you're like... You're like... Gonzo didn't want to kill Doug. Bullshit! All he wanted to do was kill Doug! I got have, you, yeah! have you listened to the show when he Listen says, to the I'll podcast. kill you like nine million times? He threatens him from show one to show... 93. 93. <laughs> when did he die? Till show dead! He just... Talk shit. Oh, Patricia Arquette can solve my murder because it would be cyber... 
No, um, she was I will not kill you. That's show. what we got to go with. But uh, if I have to deal with her, I, I would say upset. I would say um, outside of the dugout, but let's consider it the dugout. My favorite Nintendo system ever would be the SNES, the Super Nintendo. I honestly think that was the best game system ever for games with replayability, the technology at the time. It was just Nintendo a fun 64. system. Bullshit. Yeah, Nintendo 64, GoldenEye. See, but yeah, but like, I don't do first-person shooters, so... Oh, but GoldenEye, nobody did first-person shooters, but everybody played GoldenEye. Was that the only... Was that the... That might have... Think of one other cartridge-based first-person shooter. I don't think there is one. Batman. <laughs> Batman? Nintendo Batman from back in the day. It's not first-person shooter. It's not first-person. It's You're not. You're the gay. You're moving. You're shooting shit. <laughs> you go to... <laughs> that game was fun, <laughs> by the way. They can fucking That roll. fucking game kicked ass. Oh, You're not anyone else but Batman in that game. I'd that was that was Batman game is what that was because it was, was Ninja game Batman. with Batman. Yes, it was. You're hopping Fuck on yeah. fucking walls and yeah. shit. Yeah. Woo! Woo! Oh, don't get me wrong, Ninja. Yeah. Have you but seen in terms Batman? of like, but in terms of like first person shooters, like Goldeneye was like the one to really break out. Batman. I mean, <laughs> wasn't if you want to talk about like oh what what is, what is this <laughs> Wolfenstein. What PC? Holy yeah! Same with Duke Nukem, yeah. but they not but not a cartridge. But they That's were not what I'm cartridge. saying. They were they were definitely PC. they were CDs and it was on PC. But I'm saying like in terms of cartridge based, cartridge based first person shooters, not Batman. Um, Gold you're Man. only Batman in that game. You're no one else. You're Batman. <laughs> you're the first person shooting shit. My dick. You're fucking what Batman, dude. I go for Phantom. How's that not an RPG? Mr. Phantom. Are you not pretending to be Batman? He is right now pretending to be Batman. And also, pretending to be Batman is pretty much Arkham Asylum, because that was the first game where I'm like, that's the closest. That's to 24 that. years later! Are you not Batman? I'm fucking. I'm not Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> I'm drunk. Oh, yeah. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!